2: WebmasterRadio.fm has compressed thousands of podcasts and all of our radio shows into the ultimate internet marketer's knowledge base. Introducing the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app. Absolutely free and now available for iPhone and Android users. Listen to our live broadcast at the push of a button or access our complete archive of shows past and present like SEO 101, Affiliate Buds, The Shoe Money Show, The Daily Searchcast, and so much more. Download it from the iTunes App Store or the Google Play Store today.
1: Mobilizing your marketing efforts. Welcome to Mobile Presence. presence. Discover the best practices for tracking and targeting mobile marketing. Our hosts will take you inside the latest trends in mobile technology and help you make the most out of the mobile web. Learn about the latest strategies and trends in the world of mobile, web development, search, email marketing, text message marketing and more. Leverage your mobile presence today. Now, now,
3: prepare, prepare to get mobilized. Welcome to Mobile Presence, presented by Skywire Media. My name is Shahab Zagari with Assurance Advertising, and I'm joined with...
0: Kim Dushinsky from Mobile Marketing Profits.
3: And today we actually have a special guest for you, uh, Dylan Blathurst, and he is the uh, CEO of Rummager... Uh, which we actually talked about, uh, what was it, Kim, five, six, seven episodes ago? I right, yeah. the fray. Um, <laughs> but before we get to that, just want to thank you all for liking our Facebook page. And if you haven't done so yet, uh, head over there. It's facebook.com slash global presence. Uh, so, again, uh, thanks for being on the show, Dylan.
4: Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me.
3: It was uh, actually a pleasure seeing you at the Vegas Annex of South by Southwest this week.
4: Um, did you have a good time at the show? I did. I thought it was really, um, a really cool show. Very different from the uh, South by Southwest in Austin, but uh, still really, really fun and uh, good talks. Did you go to Austin last year? Yeah, I've been the last couple of years actually.
3: And when you go, you go during the interactive week, or do you kind of, uh, go half and half and try and make it to the music stuff as well?
4: Yeah, I've always wanted to make it to the music, um, the music part of it, because there's a lot of bands that I like that go down there, but, Mm -hmm. um, I've only ever made it to the interactive portion.
3: Yeah, and that's kind of what, what, uh, made a big difference, I think, in, in this new incarnation, because, uh. It really was just three days, you know, uh, what was it, like two thousand, three thousand people, yeah, uh, and so it wasn't quite overwhelming, it didn't really feel like you were missing out on too much, although they uh, they had mentor sessions with all sorts of professionals and executives, and um, those were booked unbelievably fast, which I. Yeah. Didn't- <laughs>
0: Well, I guess for the those of us who weren't able to go, I'd love to hear some takeaways that you got from from the three days
4: yeah, so um, for me, like it was all about the the panels. I thought that they brought in some really interesting people, um, people from tech stars to do uh, should your company be an accelerator panel um, Some of my friends from the Vegas Tech fund here in town did a panel on um, like um, startup visas and the, and the kind of legislation that's going on. And and there's just like these panels of people that would, they'd really get into deep conversations about like the topic that they were talking about. So I really enjoyed sitting in on those panels and then there's, um, long Q and a sessions for each one. And so you could really just kind of ask them a lot of questions and then more conversation would kind of spur off of that. So for me, those were the, those were the best part of the conference.
3: Yeah. I really Mm -hmm. liked panels as well. Um, and and the one theme from keynotes to you know because they, they even had these I'm not I'm not sure if they do this in Austin but they had these little uh, 2020 uh, sessions where I mean it was just quick you know you go in 20 minutes they talk about what they're going to talk about you get a little quest you know Q and A out of the way um, and and seemed like an overarching theme uh, whether it was Tony Shay's uh, keynote or uh, you know uh, some of the other folks. It was Mm -hmm. failure and how Mm -hmm. you shouldn't be scared of failure and how you should almost embrace it, wait for it, um, expect failure to happen, um, Mm -hmm. and that what you should do is you should use it as a learning experience. Um, Lauren Bush, who um, created the Feed Bags, she was yesterday's keynote, and um, I'm not sure if you're aware, but she's – George W.'s niece, I believe, mm-hmm. um, and you know she's you know started this amazing company where they're actually a for-profit company, but they give most of their profits away uh, to help feed uh, you know children you know, all over the world. I mean, really, really amazing company. Um, yeah. And one of the questions the moderator asked her was, "So you know you've had all the success, you know your bags are in Whole Foods, Target." Just did a a whole run with your um, things. And, you know, is there a time where you failed and and you had to pick yourself up? And her answer was interesting. She said, uh, you know, I don't know how to answer that because I don't really look at uh, hurdles and things like that as failures. Every time something fails, I learn something from it. Um, And that seemed to be an overarching theme. And I think, you know, whether you're looking at, business in general or um, the mobile sphere, there's a lot of trial and error. There's a lot of testing that large companies can do that small companies just can't do. Um, and so if you just look at failures as, as a way of testing things out and you know, pulling back before you spend all of your money, I think that's a good thing.
0: So how many panels did you guys go to over three days?
3: Yeah, actually, uh, they're speaking of Vegas Tech, Rick and Ethan Duggan, they had a uh, one of those 2020 panels, and it was called Never Too Young, Build a Startup with Your Kids, um, and Ethan uh, has come up with quite a few apps on his own, and he even launched one um, at the panel, and uh, just to see that was inspiring um, for myself. I have two children of my own, and you know, uh, sometimes you get into that rut where, well, they're in school, let them focus on that um, this you know, kid he uh, even created one where if you see uh, one of those vanity license plates you can take a photo of it or just recreate it on the app and share it on Facebook, share it on Twitter um, and do almost like a poll, hey what do you guys think this means, <laughs> you know, because sometimes those are pretty hard to figure out um, I thought that was really inspiring though um, i don't know dylan did you see any uh, live launches or anything like that other than-
4: um I, I didn't catch any launches of any products um i know that they were doing because of because south by southwest was around this time they um some people from the vegas tech community um scheduled a startup weekend for that same that same weekend um and so that was pretty interesting to see, kind of the overlap of people launching products, getting really excited about South by Southwest, come here, so launching their products and then coming to South by Southwest to like get feedback on them, start start that learning process. And just like you said earlier, like failing or coming up with new ideas or going through figuring out their company that's like literally just started that weekend and getting going to all these panels and learning so much, crammed into one small weekend that they can kind of continue with their startup weekend project. So that was the, that was mostly what I saw in terms of like launching of mobile products.
3: Yeah. And you, so you did go to startup weekend.
4: Um, I wasn't able to make it work was tearing me away. Um, but I was kind of following along through Twitter and through Facebook and um, just kind of signing up for some of the different services um, that I saw come up and um, yeah, just kind of, being a part of it as much as I could.
3: <laughs> yeah, I think the, the weekend was, was great uh, overall. Um, the one thing that I did uh, uh, quite enjoy was all of these people from all over the world uh, Europe, New York, uh, Florida. Um, all of them telling me, wow, I had no idea that this Vegas tech scene and the downtown project and all this stuff is going on. And, uh, you know, we, the two of us, we live here and so we see it day in and day out. Um, you never really think about the fact that it's not really advertised anywhere and people don't really know about it Um, so I'm actually glad that South by Southwest did this little annex here
4: yeah and you gotta give uh, props to Gabe Shepard for that because he started this like over a year ago working with South by Southwest for us as a Vegas Tech community to go to the Austin South by Southwest and then kind of teaming up with them even after that, to bring it here. So um, give him huge props for that. Definitely, definitely. And this week um, came out,
3: uh, I think, better than anyone expected. So uh, let's go to break real quick. Um, And uh, after the word from our sponsors, we'll come back and we'll actually talk a little bit more about Dylan's work.
1: Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. Mobilizing your marketing efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here
3: are your hosts. And welcome back to Mobile Presence presented by Skywire Media. My name is Shahab Zagari from Assurance Advertising.
0: And I'm Kim Dushinsky with Mobile Marketing Profits.
3: Again, we have Dylan from Rummager with us here today. Hello. Uh, so, so, Dylan, uh, tell us a little bit about your uh, work in the mobile sphere, and uh, we can go from there.
4: Yeah, so um, I guess it all—it kind of started um, when I was working at Zappos.com. I was working there for a number of years, um, doing mostly front-end web development, not really um, the kind of mobile space. But uh, a friend of mine who was also working at Zappos, he was big into building the Zappos iPhone and iPad um, apps. And so we were just interested and as developers we had to kind of like talk about what we're up to and stuff like that and always kind of knew we wanted to work together and we are at the same time the Vegas tech community was starting up and we were helping to organize the uh, first startup weekend here in town and I kind of had this idea for a mobile product that, because I, I had the pain that um, I was moving out of a friend's house and um, needed a way to sell a lot of the stuff that I didn't want to move. So there's all that stuff you you want to take with you, but then there's all that other stuff that you accumulate over the years and just want to get rid of. And um, being a developer, I'm too lazy to have a, a garage sale, and so I started using the Internet to sell all my stuff. And that worked pretty well, but it wasn't quite what I wanted. And so at that startup weekend, I just pitched the idea for this kind of mobile way of... Selling stuff to your friends and neighbors, and um, yeah, came together with a couple other guys over that weekend, and we all just kind of built this really interesting product by the end of that weekend. Um, was that? 2011 or uh, yeah, middle middle 2011. Cool. And
3: so, um, from developing to uh, you know uh, hiccups in the code to. Uh, just marketing the app itself, uh, what kinds of um you know tips or um, uh, suggestions would you have for our listeners who are thinking about uh, creating apps of their own
4: yeah um so definitely have a lot of a lot of tips and suggestions and things I've learned trial by fire over the <laughs> over the last year and a half um, like just like any business um a mobile company, just because you're an iPhone application doesn't mean you have to just think about development and not think about your, your business as a whole and that it's just going to grow like Instagram and you're just going to sell to Facebook for a billion dollars. Um, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people that are go into building apps and having app ideas and all this kind of stuff, they they don't really take it as serious as a normal company um, because it's just... it is. It's or it's fantasized that it can be as easy as just deploying it in a weekend and then blowing up in a couple of weeks and you're just rich but I think a big thing that we've learned is that even with a mobile product the development is really key to making our our product like our differentiated product I guess like being this mobile great way to kind of discover garage sales around you and purchase items from real people that live close to you that's our that's our big thing we still have to get out and reach those people and we can't just rely on technology alone so a lot of it is us figuring out like how do we kind of get outside of the building and not just sit behind our desks and um, write code all day and design things but how do we get out and really get in front of people and uh, build a community around our around our brand and our product and um that's been that's been one of the trickiest things for us and maybe it's because we all come from development backgrounds but um it's been really tricky and therefore it's been really fun to learn how to do all that kind of stuff because i i just like me and my co-founder and our employee like we're just interested in learning new things and this is like so far outside of our comfort zone that it's been really fun to to learn how to like go door to door and get people to sign up for your product and go to garage sales and talk to them about their pains that they're having and how we might be able to to solve those pains. So it's just been a really interesting experience. I, I feel like I'm a completely different person than I was in 2011 just from the experiences that I've had over the last year and a half. And so definitely doing offline uh,
3: marketing and um, just talking with people is very, very important. Um, I mean, how, how many apps are on the App Store or the Google Play Store? I mean,
4: it's oh, man. saturated. Even, no. Yeah, there's, like, close to, oh, I can't even. Yeah, it's, There's, like, 700,000 the last time I checked, which was a long time ago. Yeah. I was probably. I was talking yeah. to
3: uh, Jimmy Jacobson of Wedgies uh, at South by Southwest, and he was saying oh, nice. it's almost like, uh, you know, EBay. eBay is so huge now that there's almost you know I mean quite literally no uh you can't really expect your product to go on the homepage. And that kind of thing yeah. was possible in 2005, but now it's just, just impossible.
4: Um, yeah, I, I mean
3: you can't just startups, build
4: a Yeah, startups they're it's just a different way of thinking and I think um who was it? One of the one of the really smart guys in like startup marketing, he says that um, startups aren't small versions of big companies; they're completely different kinds of companies. Where you can't just replicate what a big company does and think that you'll grow that way. As well as big companies can't really act like small startups. Um, they're just, they're just two totally different beasts and you have to treat them as such or um, or you'll fail. Mm-hmm.
0: So I have a question for you, Dylan. Um, you, you've sort of mentioned having great ideas, solving some pain, then you went into development and then marketing. What's the percentage of the time that you spent on each of these things? So, you know, the idea compared to development compared to marketing.
4: So the idea was literally a weekend, um, the startup weekend, I came in with the idea of saying, Hey, I I have this problem. I need to sell my stuff. Um, like I, I want, uh, some people to come help me figure out a a solution to this. So over the next couple days, we just whiteboarded out a ton of different solutions, like interesting ways that we can use the mobile technology to solve this problem. Um, And then probably until our first beta launch, it was about three months until we had um, the full working um, product. And that was like working in our off time from Zappos, so from like 5 p.m. to midnight or 2 in the morning or something like that. Um, And there was a lot of different systems to get in place there. So, yeah, it took about three months after the um, initial idea of it. And then, yeah, and then a lot of it is just kind of growing through there, iterating on the product from that time. So um, when we initially, or when we kind of did our, did our...
5: Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card.